I will remember the most detailed things about you, but never your name. Uh, Penny the Prince. Henceforth was Mama Fury. Diaz Mackey. Mugsy Million. Miss Dawn Kathleen, get out of that kitchen. Booyah. DJ D Nasty. Why? You, why not just go by a name, by a normal name? This is the Tour Denver Podcast. This episode of Tour Denver is brought to you by Pete Beland, Carbon Beverage Cafe, Colorado Creative Industries, and Outspoke. For more information about Tour Denver or our sponsors, please visit RacontourDenver.com. At each Tour Denver event, we invite the audience to sign up and share a story on the topic of the evening. This episode showcases a selection of our impromptu tours. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Uh, I'm Amber Blaze, and this is my event. (laughs) Um, It's called Rackin' Tour Denver, and it's a bi-monthly storytelling event. It takes place uh, at different locations around Denver. So obviously today we're at Spangling, and so I just want to give a round of applause to Spangling and Austin for hosting us. Yeah. Our final storyteller this evening is Don Fay, and uh, Don is the producing director of Wonderbound. <laughs> I'm going to go chronologically because I think that's the best way to approach this in terms of the various nicknames that I've experienced. Um, born in 1968 in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, so very much a Southern girl. Um, first nickname, probably when I was two or three, was Miss Dawn Kathleen, get out of that kitchen! <laughs> Back when I probably couldn't really walk. I don't know, maybe I was walking at two. Do we walk at two? Yeah. Okay, great, I was walking. I was probably dancing. There we go. Um, so, so, yeah, uh, being from a Southern family, that was my grandmother as well as my great-grandmother that would um, address me as such, always. Then we move on further. My dad was in the Marines. He served in Vietnam, so we don't talk about that. Um, but he was big on camping. Loved to go camping. So we did a lot of camping probably before I could remember. But the one trip that I do remember, um, we went camping in the fall out in the Ozarks. In the fall. So lots of leaves, right? Lots of leaves on the ground. So my dad... Um, decided he was going to put me on his shoulders. He is, um, now he's six foot, but he used to be six two. Um, and you know, I'm up on the shoulders. I'm four. We're camping. We're having a great old time. Dad slips down the ravine. We go about a hundred foot drop. Um, dad, of course, protects child. Dad is a Marine, Semper Fi. Love you, dad. Um, but I held on to his shoulders so tightly with my legs that I got the nickname after that of the monkey monk. Because like a monkey, I held on for dear life and I was fine. My father suffered some major injuries that we won't talk about, like Vietnam. But um, so, so that was kind of that phase. Um, needless to say, jumping forward, we had 
a grouping um, probably for a couple years now where you have to go around in a circle and everybody has to say where they're from and blah, 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 and something that people don't know about you. Well, okay, people, I hate camping. <laughs> hate it. Will never, ever camp again in my life. Um, because I was traumatized. Um, but the Monkey Monk went on for a while after that. Um, we then moved to Huntsville, Alabama. Um, we were in a subdivision that was being built around us with lots of cul-de-sacs and all the houses looked the same. I had a group of friends, um, and we, one of our favorite pastimes was actually playing Monopoly, which I was very good at cheating at. I was always the banker. One, always be the banker. Um, and so, yeah, there were about 12 of us, so we would have as many as, like, three boards going at the same time. But, so, we had nighttime adventures, um... I was probably nine, nine or ten at this point. Um, our band of 12 would go out into the subdivisions that were being built. So these were like, most of them were like three-story homes, and there was always some extra material lying around, like lumber. Um, cinder blocks were a favorite item. So we would go up into these buildings on the second or third floor, with cinder blocks or lumber. The game was, this is after dark, when kids were still allowed to go outside. The game was, you had to run underneath the person with the cinder block or the lumber and not get hit by the cinder block or the lumber. Now, luckily, the cinder block did not get anybody. Lumber, yeah, there were a few victims. Anyways... Silly, 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 but the name of the band or the gang was the Monopolies, which has so much relevance in our culture now with the housing industry and real estate market and people throwing shit at you from the top of a house. So anyways, there, there was that one. Um, then we're going to move forward. I went to the North Carolina School of the Arts at the ripe old age of 13. I was there from the age of 13 to 16. Now, North Carolina School of the Arts not only has a high school, but it has a college with college men. Uh, so there was a group of us, and we were actually the top of our class. So starting about the age of 14, um, our group of ladies, which there were six of us, decided to go hang out on the college campus after hours. So we would scale down a tree and then jump off and then run down to college. And um, I became very acquainted with Uzo, which I can't stand to this day. Um, I can't even eat black licorice. It's awful. So our little group, and I know this isn't really a nickname, but our group, it was so innovative at the time. This was 1982, three. The Breakfast Club. We called ourselves The Breakfast Club. So genius. And I think a lot of that came from the fact that most of us were throwing up in the morning before we went to ballet class at 8 a.m. Um, so there was that. Um, left, left school at 16 and went out into the world to become a dancer. Um, 
spent some time in Europe, then came back. Um, I danced for a while as a founding member of the Trey McIntyre Project, which was initially a project with some of the best dancers in the country. Um, I was really honored to be among them. Um, and we would, do, we would go to lots of different events hosted by donors or corporations or whomever, and they would always come to you. The press would come with their little notebook, and they'd take your name down. And um, So at this event... They wrote my name instead of Dawn Faye, they wrote Dawn Fury. So, with the Trey McIntyre project, I was also a little bit of a mother figure. So, then the nickname henceforth was Mama Fury, um, which came into play a lot. There was one summer where the whole company got really pissed off at Trey. Um, yeah, he was doing a ballet about death and we all wanted to kill him and everybody was revolting and they would say, Mama Fury, we're going to write a petition. And I said, sit down, boys and girls. There will be no fury with the mama. So that's how, that's how that went. Um, and then, gosh, moving forward from there, um, I don't know if any of you guys know where we are, but we're over at Park and Arapahoe and Broadway where all the accidents are um, and nobody knows which way to turn and... Um, but a lot, a lot of our uh, biggest audience is actually the homeless, um, and I have, I'm a smoker, so every five-minute break, I'm out on the street smoking my cigarette, and they come up, and they say hi, and they ask me questions, or um, I make them accountable by saying, you don't look like you're clean today. What are you doing? Sorry, I'm like eyeing you, but... Um, you know, you told me last week that you were going to get a job, that you were going to get housing, and I can see by your eyes they're bloodshot and you're high. And you told me you weren't going to do that. And they say, yes, Miss Dawn. The other thing they say is teacher. They call me teacher. Um, I think there's also, again, that goes back to the accountability. Sorry, that just got really heavy and serious. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to switch it up, I promise. Last one is actually a pretty um, recent nickname that I have acquired. Um, when teaching ballet class, we, we don't have a pianist every day, so we use a CD, which you can buy CDs online and kind of mix and match and put things together that'll work for a ballet class. Well, I, over the last year and a half, two years, I've come to find some people that write and do uh, music for ballet class, but they use like lots of both vintage and newer stuff. Um, so I try to keep it light and fun. Obviously, there's some classical in there, but um, so I have acquired, because of the way I mix up the class and make sure I'm putting some pop music references in there to make it fun. Uh, the nickname is DJD Nasty. I really don't know where the nasty comes from. Unless you ask them about some of the steps I gave in class today and then they'll tell you that's where it comes from. Um, thank you guys so much for coming and uh, thank you Amber. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tour Denver. If you enjoyed this story and live in Denver, join us at the lobby on May 9th for our next Tour event with the topic of spectacular failures. Here's a reminder to head to RackandTourDenver.com where you can find upcoming events, speaker bios, podcasts, and more. Our music for this episode was created by Adam Bomeister. 
Find out more about Adam at meeprecords.com.